It was a mystery that was powerful, that was for and is for our day. That if only we can hold on to it and say, Spirit of the living God, fill me with this living water. So I want us to look at all the stress, the barriers, the obstacles that David's men went through to go bring water from a well. They had to go to a location. It had to be the well in Bethlehem. To get his desire fulfilled, it had to be fulfilled from a location. But the overflow that Jesus is talking from cannot be in a location. It cannot be localized. I want you guys to get this. We're going somewhere with this. So when you have this pressure within you to fulfill such a desire like it was for David, what is that thing drawing you back? You know well that after you drink that cup, tomorrow you're going to thirst again. A month later, you're going to thirst again. A year later, you're going to thirst again. So will you keep risking people's lives to get your desire fulfilled from one location? So I want us to begin to look at that thing that we hope, is it traditions? Is it the things in our bloodline? What is that thing in our lives that we can go to any length to go get, to satisfy a desire? I want you to consider that because that could be the source of a familiar spirit. And this is how David showed us how to break free from it. You offer it over to God. Don't hold on to familiars. That was deeper than just water because how long are you going to keep asking for water from Bethlehem? Then move to Bethlehem then. So you see that there was something deeper. There was something Jesus Christ was going to speak about to this Samaritan woman that relates to David as well. That the earthly water, the sustenance we get in whatever it is that is taking our desire away from allowing this overflow of the Spirit is limited. You will thirst again. You will thirst again for whatever it is. You know, we have these connections to things in our childhood. We have these connections to certain traditions. And Jesus Christ came to break us free from all of that. And when you read scriptures here, and Jesus Christ is saying, I've come to bring a separation between father and son and mother-in-law and daughter-in-law and things like that. It's not about causing enmity. It's about giving up that thing that you are so feathered to. And every time it says jump, you jump. Every time it says desire, you run after it. You are living per desire, per desire. From one desire to the next desire. Each day is a day you are enslaved to that form of desire. Because you feel that without that, you cannot survive. And David in his day was able to pour that out. That sustenance. That bottle we drink from, that earthly thing we drink from, we pour it out onto God. So next verse, please, Valerie. We're back to John 4. Valerie just read 11. Um, Can you read 12, please? Yes, John 4, 12. And besides, do you think you're greater than our ancestor Jacob, who gave us this wealth? How can you offer better water than he and his sons and his animals enjoy? (laughs) 
It talks about attachments from your childhood. Mm. And it's not always positive. It's very negative. It could be things that were done to you in your childhood that are still speaking in your life. And you still respond to them. That is you drinking that water that comes from a past in a certain location. That was the case of David. But remember, we are likening it to this because we're letting scripture interpret scripture. And in this case, this woman's attachment is religious. In David's case, it's an attachment because he grew up drinking from that well. This woman's attachment to this well is religious. Our father, Jacob. So it is not the usual case of sourcing water from the well we're talking about. We're talking about the outpour of the Holy Spirit in the living water that is sourced from the kingdom realm of God. And it is without measure. But without the understanding, this woman is attached to this source and saying that it could be better than what the Holy Spirit is coming. I am telling you, the Spirit of the Lord is speaking expressly. However you have known God, whatever ways you have known God, whatever ways you have been attached to religion, Jesus Christ is asking you to pour it out. Because he's presenting you living water. And so don't hold on to the old things and the sustenance you've received. Not even from Jacob. Jacob who fought with the Lord. Jacob has this history of being identified with the God of Israel. He was always mentioned when God was called. Remember the Lord introduced himself to them as the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. So you become so attached to the religion that you lose the relationship with the Spirit of God that is new every day, that cannot be contained, that is not from one location, that has no connection to religion. You miss out in an overflow that cannot be contained. And so right now, the Spirit of God is speaking expressly that what he is about to do, if we will let him, is what eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard, what has not occurred into the hearts of any man. That is what the Holy Spirit wants to do right now. An overflow without measure that every day you are living in this overflow. You are sustained in this overflow. It is living water that you get every day, that you get every minute. You don't have to travel anywhere. You don't have to go to a particular location. It's all there for you in your heart. He has made this special moment. All you need to do is have that moment with him and experience that overflow. Whether it is right now, whether it is tomorrow, whether it is wherever, you cannot find him in a location. You cannot find him religiously like people did, like the Samaritan woman was referring to. Like there was no other water more precious, more anointed, more satisfying, more delicious than that that was built by this amazing man of God, Jacob. No, Jesus Christ offers you more. 
Jesus Christ brings you more. Jesus Christ draws you to the more. And it is living. It does not get stale. You don't need a cup to get it. You don't need a bucket to get it. Your heart is an expense. It's an expense. However you want him, he is ready to pour out living water, satisfying water that you will never thirst again. Every other you will thirst again. If you depend on the Sunday, Sunday service, you have to struggle and press through the week to run off on Sunday to go and get that water from that well. It is still not what Jesus Christ is talking about. What he's talking about is your heart. He is right at this well waiting for you to come and receive this overflow. It is living water. It is what you've never experienced before. It is not in a location that anybody can even go monetize it or hold you hostage to it or deny you the access to it. It is fresh. It is satisfying. And you will never thirst. It is uncontainable. It will not run out for you. God will use you optimally as you keep dwelling within this fountain that Jesus Christ is providing. Whatever sustenance you received from your childhood and whatever benefits you, you had in your past or whatever evil or whatever demonic attachments that came with that, it could be pain, it could be abuse, it could be all of that. Jesus Christ is telling you that today you cannot go back and draw that water anymore like David had it drawn back for him. God is bringing you to a place where everything in your past will not speak for you anymore. It's not important. It's not relevant. The only place for your past, the only place for your entanglements, the only place for your religious beliefs, the only place they belong is to offer it over to God. Let him break you free from the strongholds and the attachments to mundane things. Come into the overflow and drink of this living water. Like the Samaritan woman said, and like David's actions proved, the new creation who knows the worship of God as located in spirit, whether he is at home, in church, work, park, and not in a religious structure or a religious service will not be sustained by such anymore. Please go to verse 13, Valerie. Verse 13, John 4. Jesus replied, anyone who drinks this water will soon become thirsty again. But those who drink the water I give will never be thirsty again. It becomes a fresh bubbling spring within them, giving them eternal life. Hallelujah. Fresh bubbling spring within you, giving you eternal life. Yes, Lord Jesus. This is what Jesus offers us. It is not, I repented, I'm saved, one bam, and keep asking for that water from the well. Keep going back to those foundational issues. It is fresh. Outbursts, reviving, overflow of the Holy Spirit. If we are not moving in that overflow, then we must begin to ask him now. Now is the time to ask him. We are not going to spend all these years on earth 
And when we go to heaven, at the end of our course of time on earth, we'll be like, Lord, I was chasing after this. I was chasing after these children. I was chasing after this career. I was chasing after this promotion. I was chasing after this education. There will be no excuse because right now he has sent everybody else away to make this moment with you and he's presenting you. He is presenting to you something that you've never experienced before. What is stopping you? What is stopping you from encountering this living water? Next verse, please. John 4, verse 15. Please, sir, the woman said, give me this water. Yes. I'll never be thirsty again, and I won't have to come here to get water. She still doesn't get it. <laughs> she still doesn't get it, but she said exactly what Jesus wants us to say. Yes. She so. says exactly. She was the right candidate for this. Her heart was ready to receive this sustenance, even though she was attached to it because it was from Jacob's well. When Jesus Christ just explained it to her in very few words, she received it. She said, I want that water. I don't want to be connected to this foundational thing again so that I'll never thirst anymore. That was the same thing David did. I will not drink this water. I will not be connected to this water from Bethlehem again. I will not desire it again. I will not ask for it again. I will pour it out. I will pour it out. So I want you guys to see this in the spirit. Because I don't want anybody thinking that I'm saying don't go drink water. <laughs> it is nothing physical. It is the spirit realm of God. God's word says that he that is joined with the Father is one spirit with him. God wants to be one spirit with you so that there is an unending overflow of his spirit flowing from inside you to outside you, bringing life, bringing joy, bringing peace, bringing an abundance of blessings to you and all those around you. He doesn't want you stuck in the foundations of things, the strongholds that framed you from your childhood, the stronghold that has framed you in religion, that you have seen God a certain way. He is breaking you free from it today. Next verse, please, Valerie. John 4, verse 16. Go and get your husband, Jesus told her. I don't have a husband, the woman replied. Jesus said, you're right, you don't have a husband. For you have had five husbands and you aren't even married to the man you're living with now. You certainly spoke the truth. Awesome. So it was him giving her a word of knowledge, telling her about who she is. It's a gift of the spirit where you can tell where a person has been or you can reveal something in their past or something that is ongoing. So it was him coming from that overflow that this lady had never encountered before. Mm -hmm. So this woman was beginning to drink of this overflow. The Holy Spirit is a person, but he comes with gifts. 
And so you can operate in the prophetic. You can speak in tongues. You can begin to have dreams and interpret them. You can have visions. You can have the gift of the word of knowledge. You can have the gift of wisdom. You can have all these diverse gifts by the Spirit. And out of this living water, here is Jesus Christ releasing an overflow over to her. And she received it. She experienced this living water. She experienced the source of this living water. It was something she had never experienced before. And so she began to tap into and get sustenance and immediately reached into her. She got more interested. And right now, even through this overflow, Jesus Christ was creating the first evangelist of that day. A woman. A woman. <laughs> I am so excited about my book, Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. God is amazing. I can go on and on and think about what the Lord has done so far. But, you know, I just wanted to get on here and thank you so much for all the, <laughs> the support. And thank you for all the feedback I've been getting. Thank you for purchasing this book and buying for loved ones. Some of you bought like seven copies. Some of you bought like five copies. I am so delighted. God wants us to not only stay on the outskirts and say, hey, come, come here, come here. He wants us in his kingdom realm with him. He wants to show us heaven. When Jesus Christ tore the veil, when he died and he took us into heaven, he seated us in heavenly places with God. So right now we are in that seated position. <laughs> it is just an endless life of growing our spirit man. So I found out that when Adam and God were interacting in the beginning, it was all about a spiritual interaction. So he made you and I to have a spiritual interaction consistently. What stopped that? What took us away from that? This is all and so much more you will encounter in Spirit, Spirit, Spirit. So I want you right now, I want to encourage you. Go for it. Go grab your copy. Please grab your copy. Tell me about it. Tell me what the Lord is already doing in your life. Tell me what the Lord is doing in the life of the loved one you will also buy the copy for. I encourage you to give the gift of the Spirit.